You do not have to live in overwhelm. You can stop procrastinating. You do not have to feel behind. You are the master of your domain. You are the CEO of every area of your life. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rock star professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my lovelies. Mirthu Parikh here, your productivity bestie for your career, home, and life. I help ambitious mompreneurs go from overwhelmed and overloaded to totally in control in your biz or in your family room. Listen, my love, just in case you have not subscribed to this podcast, could you just stop what you're doing for about two secs and just do that? If you have 10 more seconds, leave a review. It lights me up, truly. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do that. And also, this is really the only way I can help other women around the world because it's the reviews that the algorithms eat up and show to other people. So if you got a moment, just go ahead and do that. Okay, so let's talk all things efficiency and productivity in your business and in your life. You know when you embarked on this journey, when you started your business, you might have been unhappy at your current job. Or maybe you were like me and you didn't actually hate what you did or were so unhappy there, but you were putting in so many hours, you're working all the time and you didn't see your kids like myself. I felt like my nanny was bringing up my two-year-old son. Maybe you weren't passionate about what you were doing. Maybe you lost your job during the pandemic or you chose to stay home because you were homeschooling and now you have a different career path. Maybe you inherited your business from your family. Whatever the reason is, if you were anything like me, when you started, you were hopefully very excited. You had some preconceptions like, I know this is going to be hard work, right? Starting your own business is hard. Otherwise, everybody would do it. And I'm probably going to have to put my nose to the grindstone for that first year. I'm going to have to put in my time because it's just me building my own thing. But you know what? That's probably just for the first year or so. And then once I nail things down, once I get them running like a well-oiled machine, then things will be more smooth sailing. Then I'll have all that time and that flexibility that I really am craving why I really want to get into this business in the first place. Am I right? That is the entrepreneur's dream. You get to have the flexibility. You get to have the freedom. You're like, I can drop my drop off my kids to school. I can pick them up. I can be at the parent-teacher conferences. I can work a few hours here and there. I can be present in the evening with them. I can make my yoga class. In fact, I'll probably have so much more time now that I'm on my own. I can even get back to strength training. And on top of that, oh my gosh, my house is going to be so organized with all this extra time. Do you hear me? And then the first year goes by and you were right, right? The preconceptions you had, it is hard. It is hard 
work, right? It's probably even harder than you thought it was going to be because maybe if you were like me, you haven't really started a business before and you love what you're doing. You love the service or the offer that you provide to the world, but you didn't really know how much of the business side you'd be doing, like the marketing and the social media and the invoicing and the logo and the website creation and all the things that come along, maybe the e-commerce that you're doing. And maybe even though you love what you were doing, you had no idea how to run a business or how to effectively market or how to learn about, you know, all the things that go into building your business on top of still taking care of the family. And somehow they have even higher expectations of you because now they're like, mom's home (laughs) or mom is so flexible now because she's left that nine to five, the J-O-B, so she can take me to dance class or sit with me at the DMV for the entire freaking day while I get my permit because, you know, mom's around now only to find out that your son doesn't have all his paperwork. So you wasted the entire day there. Yes, I'm speaking on behalf of a friend, of course. Yeah. So this stuff happens. So now instead of having more flexibility or freedom, you're like, I am even more overwhelmed and overstretched than ever before. I have this giant learning curve. Even if it's a business you've inherited, even if it's your second or third or fourth business, it's probably a new thing, right? This giant learning curve. And the year flies by and you're feeling exhausted and then year two kicks in. And now maybe you've gotten a little bit of traction or maybe you're still building things up, but it's like you're growing and as you're growing in your skills, possibly your team, possibly your sales, possibly your marketing, things are starting to get more and more unorganized. They're feeling more unhinged because you didn't have the systems in place when you started because you don't need systems really when you're starting. It's just you and a laptop and maybe a piece of paper and a whiteboard, right? You don't need all of these systems in place, but as things start growing, you start needing those, but you're just trying to keep up. You're trying to keep up with the growth and the new ideas and the next thing you've got to get done on the giant to-do list. So as ideas and projects and tasks and strategies and marketing and clients and team members start forming You need more of those systems, but you can barely stay afloat, right? Because you're falling behind because on one hand, you have this personal growth going on. You need to get ahead. But on the other hand, you have no time to go back and now figure it all out and implement those systems. Oh, and by the way, your family seems to be getting even needier during this time. Not sure if they actually are, but sure does feel like it, doesn't it? Like you are officially overwhelmed. Okay. So deep breath. I am getting stressed just thinking about this because unfortunately this was my life. This cycle can continue into year two, year three, year four, and so on. If you're like me, it was four years of this. It was four years when I was working on my home organizing business online. I was an online coach. And although there were growth in all these different areas, I was sinking in deeper and deeper and deeper until some very terrible things started happening. Maybe you can relate to this. And this can happen at any point of your journey. Doesn't need to be four years in, could be four months in, could be two years. It doesn't matter. But the suckiest part can be that now you're feeling so emotionally burnt out, so physically, so mentally burnt out that you start having these thoughts like, "Mm, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Maybe I'm not so good at this. Maybe I'm not smart enough. 
like all those other women who seem to nail this and are growing and are you know, just shoot out of the cannon and they're going like a hundred miles an hour, making everything work. Maybe I'm just not the right person for this. I'm not doing anything well. I'm not being the good mom anymore. I'm not really being a great wife or a daughter or even seeing my friends the way I would love to. I'm not being present. And I don't really feel like I'm cut out for this business. Y'all, it is the worst feeling. And I wish I could make that go away from you if you've ever felt that way or if you're currently feeling this way. But part of me feels like this is the entrepreneur's rite of passage. It's like we have to go through that, like that hole, that pit, that awfulness to sort of get over the hump and to the other side. So for now, for me, hindsight is 2020 as it is for all of us. And now I know it doesn't need to be that hard. And a lot of the fixing this situation is to understand what you are truly building. What are you building? If in case you have not gotten your hands on the E-Myth, that's a book, it's called the E-Myth. It is a great short read that essentially kind of sums this all up. That it, you know, one of the examples the author gives in that book is about the baker. It's the baker who loves to bake, someone who loves baking, and so she wants to open a bakery because why not? I love baking. I'm obsessed with it. I make beautiful, beautiful cakes. I'm really great at my craft. Let me open a bakery. But she realizes along the way she's not building cakes. She's not creating cakes all day long. That is not what she was building. When she was building her business, she had to build the infrastructure and the marketing and the processes and the the invoicing and all and the teamwork and all the other things that come along with building a business. So one way to look at this is that you are not building another J-O-B for yourselves, right? You are not just out there to make your cakes or provide your service or create your offer, but you are building a business, my love. And if you are building a business, you are building a machine, a machine, also known as lots of systems. When I finally embrace this, when I finally change my mindset to adopt this way of thinking, everything changed for me. When I finally moved out of, I am creating another J-O-B to know I am creating a machine, my entire outlook on every single thing in my business changed, which meant the entire results on every single thing in my business changed. Okay, so let me get very tactical about this for you. This is how impactful this was. As I started to think this way, as I started to think of my business as a machine, as problems and challenges came up in my business, as they always do and they always will, right? You will always have challenges in the business. I started looking at my challenges as opportunities to build the machine, to feed into the machine. I was building the system, which meant that I started outsourcing. I started delegating. I started creating SOPs, which are standard operating procedures, which is just a really fancy way of saying checklists, right? Or some really simple way for someone to follow a step-by-step process, most of the issues that come up now, the challenges, because they will always be there, they are still annoying. Yes, I still get frustrated by them. I still kind of throw up my hands momentarily. And I'm thinking, I cannot believe I have to deal with this. However, 
now there is an underlying feeling, just a little bit of those, a little bit of butterflies, a little bit of excitement. While I'm thinking, I am not going to deal with this again. Uh uh, it's over. It's over. This challenge that came up, there is a way for me to feed this into the machine, for me to create a system around this or to create some type of safety measure that will mitigate the circumstances in the future for this to happen again, or at least in this magnitude, or at least in this frequency, right? I may not have it all figured out and it may not work in every case moving forward, but I sure as hell am going to do everything I can to decrease the chance of this issue, of this challenge, of this problem ever surfacing again, because I am always building the machine. I am feeding the machine. Why? Because I want to love my life. I have worked really hard for it, and I know you have too. And I want you to recognize and know and fully believe that you can love your life too. Not just like it, not just think it's okay, not just go through the motions, not just live in mediocrity, but truly love your life, love your business, love your relationships, love the way you interact with your family, love your home, because so much of it is in your control. So much more than you believe is in your control, it is in your control. You do not have to live in overwhelm. You can stop procrastinating. You do not have to feel behind. You are the master of your domain. You are the CEO of every area of your life. I was at an entrepreneurial marketing conference the last two days. It was phenomenal. And during this conference, we're able to meet other attendees there. It was great to network after so long. It was probably one of the first live events I'd been at since the beginning of COVID, so about 18 months. So I met a an entrepreneur, a woman who was darling. I just loved her. She was young and she was embarking on a publishing business. So my my ears just lit up, popped up, popped up there, and I was thinking, I was talking to her, we hit it off, and I was like, listen, I have a book. I've written an Amazon bestseller called Accomplish It, and this book, I had lots of problems with it, kind of getting it up, and uh, the company that I use that got it up on Amazon, they, there was just lots of issues. I'll just leave it there, okay? So this book is riddled with errors. It's riddled with typos and it drives me cray cray. However, I did not get caught up in the perfectionism. It got published, which is hard for me, but it did, right? I didn't fall into that perfectionist trap. However, I would still love to get those fixed, right? So my tribe, the women who needed to read that book, who need to read that book right now, they have forgiven me for my missed commas and my periods and my spelling mistakes. However, I would still love to get this fixed, but I don't have the software to do it. So on Amazon, they have something called KDP. That's where you go and you upload your book and you do all the formatting, but you need a specific software to do that. And that's why I hired this company to do. They uploaded everything and then they did all of the formatting. So everything from the book cover to the chapter breaks to the font and the whole thing. Okay. So I don't have that software. So I was asking her, I said, listen, is this something you could do that you could help me with? I would love to get this, you know, feeling much better than it is. And she instead encouraged me to buy the software. She said, listen, it's just 90 bucks. You could buy this 
and just do it yourself. All you need is a Word document. You just upload it and you know do these things. You tweak, tweak, tweak this, 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 and you can just do it yourself and you'll have full ownership of it. You'll never have to hire anyone in the future to do it for you. And at first, I was like, thank you so much. And my mind went to, oh my goodness, she is such a darling. She just saved me so much money, right? I don't have to pay her to do this all for me. She gave me the answer, the solution right in front of me, this pretty low cost solution of the software. But that was the old me. That was the me that was building the J-O-B all the freaking time. Now I'm building a machine. Now I'm feeding the machine. So the new me, the smarter me, the I'm large and in charge, and it is up to me to take control of my time and my priorities so I can be present with my son who is going off to college soon. Don't get me started. I will start bawling right now. So I have time with him. I said, yeah, you know what? That sounds great, but I would really love for you to take care of this. Can I hire you to do this? Because here's the thing, I'm still going to buy the software because once it is all done, I would love to have control of it in the future and teach Brooke, my amazing marketing right hand, how to use it. But right now I want to hire you to do it. I have been in this movie. I have been in the starring role and I do not want to be there for the sequel. Here's how it goes. Oh, let me get this software. She says it's so simple. So you know what? I will. I'll download it. It's going to be easy. I'm going to create my account. It's going to be easy. I might even just be able to upload my book from Word into the software. It's going to be easy. It's going to getting on. It's going to be a breeze. But then there will be an issue with a table of contents. I don't understand how to do this formatting, how to break those chapters, how to add the quotes, how to change that font. I don't like how this looks. The coloring isn't right. Where are the page numbers? Oh my God, I want to change the entire cover art. This will eat up my next four days at minimum, which means the things I really should be doing, the things where I really should be putting my time and focus and energy, the things that really light me up and don't leave me in frustration will get pushed to the side. They will take a back seat. And you know it is true. Girl, I have been in this movie too many times and I do not want to be there again. I want to build a machine so I get to show up with my gifts and my brilliance and my zone of genius so I can serve you and other amazing women all around the world to my best capacity. By the way, I've built and continue to build the machine at home, whether it's laundry systems that, by the way, include and are delegated to the whole family to bill payment, to outdoor work. There are systems. So yes, I am now. You won't even believe this. I am binging Downton Abbey, which by the way, I never saw. And now I understand the hype from episode one. I am addicted. I am binging it and I do it without guilt, and I do it without fret, and I do it without worry that other things aren't getting done, because guess what? They are. This is how women leaders are developed. This is how women leaders thrive at work, thrive in your business, and in their personal lives. You don't create a machine because you are a machine. You create a machine so that you can focus on the priorities and the people that matter most to you. Listen, before we jump into our challenge for the week, because y'all, you know it's going to be a good one, 
I want to remind you and perhaps bring your attention to the fact that this is the work, this is the mindset, these are the transformations that we are doing together day after day, week after week in the Life in Control Club. And guess what? It's open. The Life in Control Club is a month-to-month membership that will show you how to own your day, stay focused, nail systems, create step-by-step plans, wake up knowing exactly what to do first, develop strong boundaries, get in an awesome routine, stop procrastinating, stop worried about missing details, and make space for your family and your kids and exercise, and dare I say it, self-care. Enrollment is open. Don't miss out. It won't be open for long. Use the coupon code 100OFF. It's 100OFF at checkout and get 100 off your first month. Go to lifeisorganized.com forward slash the club. I will see you there. And now for this week's challenge. Right now, pull over, stop walking, stop doing what you're doing, and ask yourself, in what ways am I building a machine? And in what ways am I building a J-O-B? So I find it really helpful. Just take a piece of paper, make your two columns, and one side say machine, one side say job. And then put that line down the middle and brainstorm. Just like write them down. Be like, which ways am I taking control? Am I fully in control? And in which ways am I just creating another job for myself every dang day? If you love support for myself and other women who are passionate about systemizing and delegating and focusing and generally kicking butt, check out the club. I'll put the link below. Lifeisorganized.com forward slash the club. Alrighty, so that wraps it up for today. As always, I thank you for your time and loving vibes and know that I am sending them back your way. I will catch you next time and please feel free to drop me a line because I would love to hear how you are building a machine. Bye-bye.